the Hill Country Patriot. He's a native Texan, president of the Fredericksburg Tea Party, a student of Ben Franklin and John Locke, and he's a Christian conservative political activist. He's a true believer in the principles that this country was founded upon and comes to you every day to guide, advise, and lead you to become involved in the greatest political experiment in the history of our planet, self-governance. We don't get fooled again. He's Matt Long, and this is The Matt Long Show. Good morning, folks. So happy to be here with you on another beautiful uh, Hill Country morning. I'm so glad I woke up in the Hill Country. I'm glad. I hope you're glad you woke up in the Hill Country. I just heard, uh, um, um, what's his name? You know, that guy, Harley. Yeah, that comes on right before here. The guy that opens for me, my uh, my opening act. Harley was just saying it's going to be really hot today, so... Um, I haven't even looked at the the uh, any kind of uh, prediction, but I can tell you that the, uh, the 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 atmospherics right now are such that you're getting a lot of bleed over from signals. So if you're having issues, and by the way, that's a sign of a hot day. So if you're having issues, you know you can find us on the Hill Country Patriot. We have an app. You can go online. Uh, you can get your apps anywhere. Anywhere apps are available, look for the Hill Country Patriot app. It's right there. You can also go ahead and get the um, what's our what's our rock our new rock station, the the Raptor. Those guys are good, man. I'm telling you, I like the Raptor. And uh, so when I've uh, had my fill of um, of yelling uh, politicians, I go over to the Raptor. I just stay with the Ranch Radio Group all the time. In fact, I even caught myself listening to the Ranch. The other day on the road on the fm and so i'm telling you man what a great lineup of radio stations uh with the ranch radio group and every one of them has an app and so you don't have to depend on the signal when we're getting the um when we're getting the uh, weather like we get and the signals get all weird on these hot uh mornings and so and it's uh, it kind of seems to go away um not too long after I get off the air. So it's uh, just that short period in the morning. I want to thank the Tejas Smoke Depot for uh, sponsoring this program, for for helping uh, keep me on the air. And uh, those guys, Dave and Jody Gould at Tejas Smoke Depot, are awesome people. You guys go by and give them some business, please, in Fredericksburg. Got some things coming up on your calendar I want to talk to you about. Um the next meeting of the Fredericksburg Tea Party is going to be September 9th. That is Thursday. We meet the second Thursday of every month except November and December. And so our second Thursday in uh, September is the 9th of September. And our speaker is going to be Daniel Miller with the Texas Nationalist Movement. We're real excited to hear him uh, come tell us why why we think that Texas should prepare, be ready, if in the future things go so far south that it would be wise for Texas to become an independent country. Texas Nationalist Movement will help us to uh, walk through that. These guys are not saying... Um, you know, raise the Texas flag tomorrow and close the borders down. That's not what they're saying. 
come uh, get uh, come get an earful of what they're talking about. And as always, we allow <clears throat> we uh, we not only allow but we um, really appreciate it when our audience asks questions. Um, as far as a speaker, and I've been doing public speaking for a while, but if you get to the end of a end of some kind of presentation and there are no questions, then you've done a crappy job of your presentation. I was trying to think of a way to be nice, but if you get done with a 30 or 40 minute presentation and a slideshow and all the fancy stuff and uh, nobody has any questions, uh, man, that hurts worse. Um, so anyway, be ready. I'm sure they'll, uh, answer your questions. And if there are those out, out there, and I know there are, it's like, Oh, never leave the union. You're a traitor. Come to this, come to this, not to change your mind. Now, you know, it'd be nice. Uh, just, uh, just come to this and, uh, you'll have a chance to ask the question. What, what is it that keeps you from this idea that may be down the road somewhere we might need to become a country? And isn't it wise to prepare for that? You know, we're preparing for everything else. If you're wise right now, you're preparing for power outages. We've learned about that. Do you have water set up? Do you have some food set up for a week or so? All right, so we prepare. We're learning to prepare for lots of things. And um, I think it's only wise that the state of Texas also begins to look at what it would take when the time came. All right, so that's Daniel Miller, Texas Nationalist Movement, Thursday, September 9th, Fredericksburg Tea Party. The meeting starts at 6.30. We are very respectful of your schedule, so we start promptly at 6.30, and we dismiss promptly at 8, which has actually in the past, on a number of occasions, uh, we've shut it down at 8, and we've had people angry because uh, it was getting good, and they wanted us to keep going, so... Um, anyway, 6.30 to 8, dinner at 6, and uh, there there you go, at 212 West San Antonio St. Joseph's Hall in Fredericksburg. September 18th, uh, Angela and I talked uh, quite a bit about this uh, yesterday. Uh, the Boots and Barbecue, the annual fundraiser, tickets still available. We sold, I think it looked something like 10 or 12 tickets that we sold shortly after the program yesterday, and so... The numbers are dwindling. The numbers are dwindling. And prices are going to go up here uh, sometime pretty soon. So your $65 ticket is going to go up to $75. And uh, so you need to keep that in mind. The my, my podcasts, my podcasts are available. Got a new, I'm on a new platform um, what I do every day at the end of this show is I go home and uh, take download this program from Hill, the hillcountrypatriot.com, and you can do the same thing. If you want the whole show, commercials and all, you can go to Hill Country Patriot shortly after the program and download it. Uh, you can also stream it from there. So what I do is I go home, clean out all the uh, news and the weather and that kind of stuff and the breaks, and uh, run it all together, and it ends up being somewhere around 45 minutes long. And also, when I post it, I will put a brief description of what we talked about that day and uh, who the guest was, if we had a guest. And so you can uh, sometimes, most of the times, I try to get it up by noon. If not by then, I'll have it up by the middle of the afternoon. 
And so those podcasts are now available on Spotify, where they always have been, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, Breaker, Pocket Casts, Anchor, and then uh, I just found out yesterday that Apple Podcasts has given me permission to enter the realm of the apples. So I guess that makes me real special. If you have an iPhone, that makes it real easy. If uh, you have an iPhone and you're of that generation that hasn't figured out podcasts yet, then uh, on your iPhone, there's a little purple thing that came with your iPhone. It's got a couple of circles and uh, uh, that looks like uh, the symbol you see, you know, in a, a restroom door, but no arms and legs. I don't know how to describe this thing. Kind of looks like a pen, a bowling pen with two circles. It's purple, and underneath it says podcasts. Those are Apple podcasts. So go in there, search the Matt Long Show, and I found out there is a, another Matt Long who does uh, podcasts on world travel. And so... Matt Long, World Travel. I thought that was very interesting. Um, so I knew there was an actor by the name of Matt Long, but I didn't know about the travel, uh, the traveling Matt Long. But the Matt Long shows right there. Easy to pick out. Uh, my handsome uh, face is right there. I'm standing in front of the Texas Capitol, in front of the Pink Dome. And so uh, it's kind of uh, obvious uh, that it is coming from Texas. So thank you, Apple, for uh, putting me on Apple Podcasts. And uh, we're going to take a short break. You know, I didn't read, uh, I haven't read a uh, uh, Ben Franklin here. And we'll, uh, I'm going to see, oh, let's just do a German one. For the fun of it, all my German listeners, listen up. Borgen macht Sorgen. Borgen macht Sorgen. And if you're not riding in the truck with a German, then uh, you're just going to be completely out of luck to find out what that means y'all stay tuned we'll be right back We are back. Thank you so much for staying tuned. Thank you for telling your friends about us, um, your family. Wake the neighbors, call the kids. Um, we got a heck of a show here. And uh, by the way, I you know every afternoon when I get home and I upload the show and and uh, do all of that and I start prepping for uh, the next day's show and I'll put in you know sometimes I'll put in quite a bit of work other days there's a couple of stories it's so easy it's like oh man this is this is cakewalk on this on today and and uh, then there are many times and you've heard me say it where I'll put all the work into it and then I'll wake up and I'll see something that just that puts a new burr under my saddle all right and so um, we're going to get to that. Uh, I'm telling you what, folks, that letter R, that magic letter R does not stand for conservative. All right. Now you might be, have the magic R by your letter. It is possible to have the magic R by your name and be a conservative, but for most of our Texas R's, our elected officials, 
for the vast majority of them, and I, I'm not using that term lightly because it is the vast majority of our elected officials in Austin who have an R by their name are as far from conservative as you can imagine. Constantly giving away your freedoms constantly, uh, oh, just constantly. And uh, the I can give you a list of the good guys. We're going to talk about that a little bit. But uh, once again, once again, the R's in Texas and uh, Austin are betraying you. There was an education committee hearing yesterday that had two bills. One of them that said um, all masks, uh, masks should be mandatory at all Texas schools. That was put in by a D, right? And by the way, the education committee is chaired by a Democrat, only has one more Republican on it than Democrats. I could spend a couple of programs talking about our education committee in the House. It is absolutely 100% run by progressives. Absolutely. The people in the Texas House who are in charge of your children's future is run by progressives. Even the Republicans on that committee are progressives. And they outnumber the Democrats by only one vote. And I can tell by looking at the stage that it's easy for the Democrats to grab several of those Republicans that are on that committee and pull them over to their side. Yesterday was another example of this. The There were two bills in front of the Education Committee, one that said masks should be mandatory for all students, and the other bill that said that uh, schools should not have the right and cannot have the right to mandate masks. And so that was, that was uh, those were two bills. There was a third one, and I, I can't even tell you what it is. I think it had to do with uh, uh, catch-up for kids who got behind, catching up, not the uh, condiment. Catching up for uh, kids who have gotten behind. There was some kind of bill on that. So what did the Republicans do? Did they fight for the one that says schools cannot mandate masks? Oh, no. They jumped in bed with the Democrats who said masks can be mandated. But then they, see, but then what they did, it's like they added an opt-out. See? Oh, you can opt out if you want to. So they, they passed a bill out of committee. Well, they heard it yesterday. I don't know if it passed out of committee. They heard the bill yesterday the Republicans gave in to the Democrats and are going along with the mask mandate for schools as long as there's an opt-out policy. Because, you know, if one parent opts their kids out, then, then you know how those kids are going to be treated in school, right? You know that. We're already seeing that. And so this opt-out is a sham, because in order to opt out, you're going to have to have a really strong set of parents and a really strong set of kids. Because the easiest way is going to be, Johnny, I know you put your dadgum mask on. Put your mask on. I know we don't believe, I know daddy and mommy don't believe in wearing masks. But uh, no, if we stand up and fight for you in school, then the people on the school board are going to get mad at me. And you know that one lady on the school board, she goes to church with us and 
we'll have to see her there every Sunday. We'll have to see her, and she'll know we're the ones that aren't wearing masks. And, folks, this is the way these stories go constantly. So the Republicans gave it away in the House again yesterday in uh, the, the uh, Education Committee. Just handed it over. These are the people you vote for. These are the people who then select the speaker who runs everything. You, you need to start looking at your R's. I'm going to talk about vetting tomorrow. Um, I just made that commitment. I'm going to make myself a note now. I was thinking about it last night. I'm going to spend at least quarter to one quarter tomorrow on how do you vet a candidate. And this can be for an organization or this can be for you individually. If you decide I'm going to vet my own I'm going to do my own vetting on all the candidates that are uh, running for Senate in SD24 or that are running for uh, in any other office. I'm going to learn how to do that. Tomorrow, I'm going to give you some simple steps for vetting. And no, if you think you know how to vet a candidate, the vast majority of you, 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 you don't. And uh, not, not being rude, but we're going to talk about this uh, tomorrow and uh, give you some uh, some hints on vetting because we got to get more serious with this. Our Republicans need to be vetted incredibly strong because there, if there was a time when you could trust our, our Republicans and let them do their job because you knew that they would follow the Republican platform and the Republican principles and the Republican priorities, there was a time I think maybe you knew that's what your representative would do. But those days are gone. Wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up. The Republicans are constantly playing footsie with the Democrats. The Republicans are giving away all their power in Austin. They're just giving it away. And yet we keep sending the same people back. Oh, he's such a nice guy. I, I'm, I've known him all my life and... I know his mama and his papa, and, and, and I'm going to vote for him. If, if, if that's how you want the country to run, then the rest of us need to maybe start looking for another place to live. But there ain't no other place. we got to save Texas. And that means when your friend who's a worthless Republican who gives away all of his power, but he keeps staying in his office, he or she, and you keep voting them back in there, we're going to have to wake up to that going to have to wake up to that so we're going to talk about vetting tomorrow and uh the so the education committee completely controlled by the democrats um if you're if you don't believe me and and, and just na they're nasty they're mean they're demeaning they were horrible i've now sat in front of them for uh, i sat in front of them now twice for hours each time hours listening to them their behavior is just, it's abysmal, it's horrible. They have no respect for you and I. They have no respect whatsoever for any conservative thoughts or ideas or Christian thoughts or ideas, if you want to bring that up. They just don't. And yet our R's, our, the folks we elect with the magic R, they just think it's fine and dandy. In fact, they're right now not even looking at punishing the Democrats who broke quorum. They're not even really taking seriously the idea that they may need to be stripped of their chairmanships. Maybe they need to be stripped of their seniority for what they've done. Maybe be punished. 
they broke a set of rules that they voted unanimously to stand up to. Listen, this punishment, this requirement for a quorum and the the ability to punish um, anybody who who doesn't show up for work, it is written right into the House rules that were passed unanimously by every member of the House at the beginning of this session. They broke that rule. The Democrats broke that rule knowing, first of all, if they didn't know that they were breaking the rule, then that tells you what they're voting on, that they don't even know what's in the bill they're voting on. Or if they did know, they broke it intentionally, knowingly that they were breaking the rule and probably knowing that they weren't going to get punished for it. And that's because the Republicans, that's not because of the Democrats. I don't want to hear about those nasty Democrats breaking quorum and leaving town. I don't want to hear about that anymore. Your Republicans in Austin are guilty, guilty, guilty on allowing all this to happen, having it continue to happen, and setting up in the future so that they can do it again in the future with no fear of punishment. All right, we got to take a short break. And uh, we'll be right back. Y'all stay tuned. And Bob putting on Ted in the middle of the week makes me think it's uh, the weekend is here. So it's, uh, yeah, wishful thinking. It's a long ways off. But that's all right. Ted just gets the blood rolling all the time when you hear a little bit of Ted. So anyway, so I left here yesterday and uh, got a tank of gas and uh, and uh, took off to Austin to make it by 1230 for the press conference um, in uh, the Texas House. And Matt Rinaldi, the head of the Texas, uh, the chairman of the Republican Party of Texas, and along with about a half a dozen House Republicans, uh, had a press conference, and I stood on stage with them. They had asked for some grassroots leaders to join them, and so I did. I joined them and, and stood on the stage, and um, <clears throat> excuse me, and uh, stood on the stage with the uh, probably, listen, I hate to even say this, probably the only good Republicans in the Texas House. Yes, I said a half a dozen. All right, because you got three flavors of Texas Republicans if we want to, you know, there's only two kinds of people in life, dogs and cat people. Um, there are three kinds of Republicans. We got those who, uh, the handful who actually abide by and take very seriously the, the philosophies of the Republican Party, the principles of the Republican Party, and they attempt to apply them regularly. Then you have um, a handful who pay no attention to the Republican priorities, and their only goal is to get along with everybody in the room, and they want to share the power with the Democrats. That is your House leadership. That is Dade Phelan. That is all of his, uh, I call them the Strauss descendants, all right, because uh, Joe Strauss started this all, and... uh, this idea, Joe Strauss got elected uh, the Republican Speaker of the House by getting 
all the Democrats to vote for him, and then at that point in time, he only needed 26 Republicans, and he became the Speaker of the House with an R by his name, but was elected by the Democrats. That that family, so to speak, has continued to stay in power, even though we are now on, we've gone through Strauss, and then we went through Bonin, and now we have Dade Phelan, all still part of that Strauss squishy they're not even squishy the republicans they're democrats in disguise um and they are and and they are another segment and then here we go here's the interesting number if i said that maybe i don't know five, let me think let me come up with a number 10% are those who stand with the uh, uh pri- with the priorities of the republican party with the principles that's what i'm coming up with the principles, you got that 10%, and then you've got that leadership group, which are Democrats, but with an R by their name, progressives, but with an R by their name. I'm going to, they're bigger than the 10%, they're bigger than that bottom list. I'm going to put them at maybe, I don't know, somewhere between 15 to 20%. So that leaves the 70% in the middle. You know what those 70% are? Those are the guys that won't commit to either side. They're the ones who's going to wait and see which way the wind is blowing. They're the ones who would rather have a committee chairmanship than be a stickler to the Republican Party of Texas principles. And so they will go whichever way the wind blows. And when the people in power, those who can give out the favors, those who can get things done for you, when they're on the Democrats' side, guess who those 70% in the middle go with? They go with the power brokers, all right? And so that's what the situation is at the Texas House. And, 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 and you don't, if, you, if I'm the only one saying that, then you're not talking to enough people. If I'm the only one that you've, that ha, that you've heard this message from, then you're not talking to enough people. Anybody that goes to the Capitol, anybody that's involved in activism at the state level, any conservatives, any of these grassroots groups, they will tell you that I'm absolutely speaking 100% truth on that. So I went to this um, press conference yesterday, and you can find that. I had several people, I know at least two people were watching it live, because they sent me texts while I was standing there on the stage. At least I heard my, uh, 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 at least I turned my ringer off, but I had my phone in my hand and I felt it vibrate and I looked down. It's like, yeah, thank you for texting me while I'm standing in front of a camera. So there we go. I appreciate But you can go watch it today if you want. You can go to the Texas legislature online. It's capital.texas.gov, capital with an O, and gov with an O, G O V. Um, and uh, you can look on the far right side, and there is a little segment on video. Follow the links. You'll find archived videos, and you'll be able to find the press conference from yesterday at 1 o'clock by the uh, Republican leadership. I'm not sure who. Uh, it's the 1 o'clock conference in the House. You'll be able to find it. So Matt Rinaldi, the head of the Republican Party, was there and flanked by about five or six uh uh, state reps, including uh, Cody Vasut, uh, oh, Kyle Biederman, 
Uh, let's see who else was there. Our uh, good friend from the Houston area. All right, see there you go. I don't have the list in front of me, and so I'll uh, I'll I'll uh, I'll have that tomorrow. Um, I'll have all those names for you tomorrow of those good guys in the Texas house. And uh, so anyway, they stood up there, and let me tell you what Matt Rinaldi had to say. Uh, this is a quote from Matt Rinaldi. I want to be clear. I have never seen an issue that so firmly unites Republicans across the political spectrum as this one does. And he is referring to the calls for the fleeing Democrats to be removed from leadership by Governor Greg Abbott. Um, actually, I take it back, to be removed from leadership. And that would, of course, have to be done by the House. Now, who all agrees with that? Uh, Gre Governor Greg Abbott does. All of his primary challengers agree with that. The uh, Texas Young Republicans agree with that. The college Republicans agree with that. I agree with that. And uh, they, need to be, they, they need to be punished for what they did. So there, was a, there were bills filed this last week, um, uh, resolutions that have to do with changing the rules in the Texas House. And uh, one of those resolutions, House Resolution 72, was filed by uh, Cody Vasut. He is a, I believe he's a rookie. I think he's a new guy. And uh, that bill that would ensure that these uh, penalties would be applied to these members, including stripping away their chairmanship, fining their members, and taking away uh, their seniority privileges. <laughs> yeah, I, this, I had not read this yet such as preferred offices and parking spots. Amen to that. Take away their parking spots and their choice of offices. You know, they get to do that at the beginning of every session. By seniority, they get to choose where their office is, which office they're going to use. And uh, so I guess some of the offices are <clears throat> better than other offices. I don't know. But anyway... So those are some of the privileges they have uh, through their seniority, and that can be taken away. <coughs> Got a scratch in the throat. Sorry about that. So the, um, that was House Resolution 72. Uh, at the same time, another bill was filed, and I do not have the name of who filed it, but I guarantee you it's one of those squishy R's. Uh, one of those Democrats in disguise um, who who put this other one and said, oh, yeah, we, we should have a resolution to change the rules, but, but only going forward. <clears throat> only going forward is what they said. And so no punishment, in other words, they get to get away with what they did and uh, no punishment for that, even though they knowingly signed the rules. They signed the rules that said they can't leave like that can't have unexcused absences. In fact, even in the rule, it says that the um, the penalty for breaking that rule uh, can be determined by the House. <clears throat> so that can be, that, that, that it's right there. They, they left knowing they were not supposed to, and they also signed, they also signed on and voted for the idea that if they did break that rule, they could get punished. And now the Republicans do not want to punish them for it. That handful still does. So the two bills went to the same committee. All right, ding, 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 here's a prize. Here's a prize. Pat yourself on the back. 
Um, which bill do you think moved forward, and which bill do you think is languishing in the Texas in a committee? Yep, you got it right. The bill that doesn't punish them is the bill that is moving forward, and the bill that does punish one is not going anywhere. Now, House Resolution 72, if you want to call the Capitol today, it's H.R. 72, and call your representative. Ask them, where do they stand on H.R. 72? And if they give you some excuse like, well, it doesn't really matter where I stand because it's I'm not on that committee and it's stuck in that committee, then you're being sucker punched. All right? Because every one of those representatives has the ability to go down the hall and knock on the door of someone on that committee or go to the committee office and talk to them about it. So if they tell you it's out of their hands and they can't do anything about it, then you need to replace that representative. You need to replace them because they are not using the, the simplest of powers they have, which is to walk down the hall, knock on the door, speak to a committee member, and talk to them about that. Talk to the chairman of the party. Go to the, uh, the chairman of the committee. Go to the committee office. All right? They can do things like that. So that's where it's state of affairs in Austin. And this is all the reason we're in this mess in Austin. And the reason we have been in this mess in Austin is because voters like you and I, I'm going to raise my hand because I was guilty as a dog for years, because you and I put the nice guys in. You and I put the people who we think, and I've heard it how many times, well, I don't know if he's electable. That's what they told us about Kyle Biederman. In fact, they said, no way Kyle Biederman's electable. He's not electable. He's in his third term, for crying out loud. All right? He's in his third term after me being told, oh, you're a fool for even trying to run him. You're going to waste his money, waste his time. You're going to embarrass Kyle Biederman because he is not electable. He will not get that seat. Boom. Done deal. He got it. So start, stop falling for all this garbage. Look for a Republican with some cojones. Look for a Republican that will stand for the, for the, the priorities, who will stand for the principles of the Republican Party. And I mean stand all the time for the principles, not when it's just convenient, but stand for those principles, even when the uh, the flaming arrows are being shot at you, folks, we're gonna folks, we're gonna take a short break. We'll be right back. We are back. Thank you for staying tuned. I have a little bit of an update, and while I'm talking, I'm searching for a uh, for a new uh, let's see, new calendar. Um, neither one of those bills, uh, the two mask bills, uh, one pro mask, one anti mask, made it out of committee, and so they're both there. We only have a week left in this uh, special session. There has been no uh, bill filed yet for 
there has been no bill filed in the Senate on either one of these mask bills. And so the only way that that could um, move forward is if it gets voted out of committee today or the next day. I see no uh, scheduled committee meeting for public education, but that does not mean that they couldn't schedule it for very quickly. During a special session, I believe it's a 24-hour rule on notification, but that can be waived very easily, even to the point of where they can call a committee meeting right now and you will meet on the floor. All right, and so that will happen very late in the session, in any session, whether it be a special or a regular. If you're on your last couple of days and in your committee, there's something gets sent back to committee, rather than schedule a hearing and doing all of that, they can, under that very strict conditions, say, all right, committee, y'all go over there back there in that corner and y'all have a quick meeting and decide on this and let us know what you're going to do. Most of the time, you're going to get a 24-hour notice, um, but at this point, you don't know. So all of that to say that the Education Committee does not have, Public Education Committee does not have a scheduled meeting yet. And so they can't move those bills out of committee until they have uh, scheduled a committee meeting. So those may all just die there. Um, and at this point in the session, it, uh, it would probably take a whole lot of quick movement for either of those bills uh, to get to the Senate, get passed, get brought back down, have a third, re you know, just go through the whole process, especially knowing that the Democrats are going to fight so hard and <clears throat> that you've already got tons of Republicans who have openly said they're willing to go along with the Democrats on this idea. Just give us an opt-out. Just give us an opt-out. I got an idea. If you want to wear a mask, wear it. That's it. It's as simple as that. If you want your kid to wear a mask in school, put the mask on your kid and send them to school. It's as simple as that. Don't mess with the rest of us. Don't mess with the rest of us. If you want to wear a mask, wear a mask. That's your business. Go for it. And um, just keep your, of course, we don't know if your mouth is moving. I have a theory now. Anybody that's still wearing a mask outside, anybody that's still wearing a mask outside has got to be really ugly. I'm sorry. There's no more excuse. We know now that outside, the, the, the flu's not being transmitted outside. We know that now. So anybody still wearing a mask outside, I just assume you've, uh, you've got a, a butter face. I don't know. I'm just assuming it's uh, there's it's got to be a pretty ugly looking person under there, or maybe it's just their attitude. Maybe they're just snarling under there, and uh, you don't want to you you know just watching someone snarl is no good. So maybe that's what's going on. But if you're still wearing a mask outside, oh, grow up, grow up, take it off. <clears throat> so there you go. We got a week left. A week remains in the Texas Republicans' quest to deliver on Governor Abbott's priority items. This is out of the Texan.com. Uh, I'm sorry, the Texan.news. The Texan.news. Time marches on and the sun sets on all things. And as such, the 87th legislator's second special 
Session Dusk Approaches. Nineteen items were placed on the agenda by Governor Greg Abbott, and as it stands, only two have passed both chambers with one week remaining. These two items are the election bill and the slate property tax reforms. All right. Now, the election bill still needs to be reconciled. Actually, I think, I take it back. Um, I think I'm pretty sure that the election bill was reconciled yesterday while I was at the Capitol. So I'm reading this article that's a day old. Um, yeah, it's 22 hours old. When I was at the Capitol yesterday, the I got the news that the reconciled bill had come out of the uh, special committee. Now what it takes is a third reading in front of the House and in front of the Senate. And uh, so we'll see. If the House uh, votes down party lines, it's an easy win. And uh, the Senate, I'm sure, will pass it because they have already uh, passed these bills and have had no issue passing this bill. So it's going to be up to the House. Again, you want to find out what your House leadership looks like. Find out what those Republicans look like in your Texas House. You're going to find out. And uh, we're going to expose all those squishy rhinos. And the way we're going to do that is we're just going to name the good ones. And if, you're, if your representative isn't on the good guys list, then because the bad guys list is longer than the good guys list without a doubt. That's why the Texas legislature is in the condition it's in. You have been betrayed you thought you were voting for the Republican um, priorities, if you thought you were voting for the Republican principles because you voted for someone who has an R by their name, it, you got another thing coming. Those days are over. And so that's what we're going to talk about tomorrow. How do you decide if, a, if, a, uh, uh, if someone with an R by their name is truly an R? I'll tell you what, it's it's not as simple as this. You can't give them a checklist. Well, are you in favor? Or are you uh, against abortion? Oh, yeah. Are you uh, for secure borders? Oh, yeah. Are you uh, for uh, Second Amendment? Oh, yeah. Because they answer all those questions. Oh, yeah. And, and so if you give them a checklist, if that's your way of vetting, is giving them a checklist of things they believe in, your, the, the existence of your checklist tells them what you want to hear, and what are politicians good at telling you what you want to hear. And so um, tomorrow I'm going to spend some time on vetting and the processes of vetting. Um, I have a very special request for you today. Um, my wife has a, a, a very interesting uh, habit that she picked up a number of years ago, and if someone asks her uh, to pray for them, then what she will do is ask them their birth date. Now, g give me your birthday, but not the year, Lorraine. June 24th. So that's 624, right? So if Lorraine asked my wife to pray for her, and my wife would say, what's your birthday? And, and Lorraine would say, June 24th. My wife gets out her phone and sets her alarm clock for 624. Now, in this case, for Lorraine, it would not be 624 a.m., 
but it would be 6.24 p.m., and when her alarm goes off at 6.24, she will stop and pray for Lorraine. Isn't that a neat thing? Michael Quinn Sullivan, this was several years ago, and Michael Quinn was, uh, Sullivan was getting all kinds of uh, uh, legal challenges and was having a real hard time, and we were at an event in Dallas, and... Uh, and Michael Quinn says, uh, we're talking to him, he says, we need, y'all need to help, y'all need to pray for me. And my wife says, what's your birthday? And he said, January 6th. Every day at 1.06 in the afternoon, my wife's phone dings, and she stops and prays for Michael Quinn Sullivan. What a, isn't that a brilliant idea? And so here's what I want you to do. Today, for today only, this is a very, very special request. We really need team we need our prayer teams, our prayer warriors praying today between 1 and 3. If you will just set your alarm for 1 o'clock just for today and stop and pray for a very dear friend of ours by the name of Elizabeth. Please pray for Elizabeth today between 1 and 3. This is a very special request today only. If you've never done that, when I ask for prayers... If you just haven't done that and hadn't put it on a list, today is extra special. Pray for Elizabeth between 1 and 3. We'll see you guys tomorrow.